0: what is up family it's dr dale the author of how to raise a doctor and the author of pre-med mondays both books available on amazon and you're listening to a brand new podcast black men in white coats i am super excited to get this going you're gonna love it first episode i'm just gonna break down why i'm even starting this podcast and tell you what you got to look forward to check it out What up? What up? What up? Family, man. First off, let me just say thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I know you got a lot of things you could be listening to, but you're choosing to listen to this. And I appreciate that. I'm very eager to share it with you. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to have your time. So thank you first and foremost, man. So I've been wanting to do this for such a long time. Uh, Some of you guys know, I do the pre-med Mondays mentoring podcast. And uh, some of you guys who've maybe been familiar with some of my work for some time, know that I started podcasting way back. And I say way back, it was like 2011, 2012. And we did a little bit of podcasting back then. And, you know, I'm getting back into the podcasting because I believe it's an effective way to communicate and getting back into it. This has been where my heart's been pulling me. It's been tugging me here to come to this Black Men in White Coats podcast. And I'm finally happy to say that we're launching it. We're good to go. We've got guests. We've got all that stuff ready to rock and roll. And we're going to be doing this podcast for one primary reason, to allow black male physicians to share their stories, a platform for black male physicians to share their stories. Because so much goes on and people hear this and hear that. There's myths, there's rumors, and there's misunderstanding. So we're going to set the platform and say, here, this is your pedestal. This is your platform. Stand on it and tell people what you thought about. Tell people how you felt. Tell people when you cried. Tell people when you laughed. Tell people when you felt that there was racism involved. Tell people when you felt as though you were embraced because of your race. There's so much, so many different dynamics, and we're not a monolithic culture, right? People think that. We're not. We're not a monolithic culture. People have, black men are different, right? The same as two white men can be different, two Asian men can be different, two black men can be different, and we don't like being stereotyped all in one group, the same way nobody else likes being stereotyped. So that's what this podcast is about. We're going to let black male physicians tell their own stories. Let you hear it. And in doing that, our goal is to inspire the next generation, not just of black males, but inspire the next generation of physicians, inspire the next generation of world changers, inspire the next generation of leaders. And we do that by allowing you to hear the perspective of a black male physician. Okay. So that's the purpose of this podcast. I'm really excited to get it going. Um, So I know there's going to be some black males listening to this. If you want to be on the podcast, go ahead and send an email to podcast at blackman and org Podcast at blackmenandwhitecoats.org I know it's long. <laughs> you know, just you only have to send one in, right? So just go ahead and send an email, inquire, and we'll get you the information and get you on the show if you can give us a, a good story and something that people want to hear. So this very first episode, we again we've got episodes lined up. We've got um ten people lined up so and then we'll be getting more and more of course. But this very first one, what I want to do is I want to kind of let you know why we're doing this. I want to let you know where the idea came from, let you know about black men and white coats, right? Because here now, now that people hear a lot about black something, white coats, right? Stuff like that. Um, you know, we started this 2013. There was no black, white coats, nothing when we started this, right? So we, I, I still remember when we actually started. I remember Googling and doing all sorts of searches for it and all you could ever find were coats of like white snow jackets when you search for these terms and did things. Now it's all over the place, but I'm going to tell you where we came from, where it started and and just give you an idea as to the passion that we have and why I believe this is so important. So that's what this first episode is going to be about. Next week's episode, we're going to start sharing stories. So next week's episode, I got my buddy, Dr. Michael Kelso. He'll be kicking off the series and he's going to tell you his story. It's a phenomenal story. You're going to want to hear it. You're going to want to make sure your children hear it. You're going to want to make sure your students hear it. And with every episode, I'm going to have a worksheet on our website. So you can actually go get that worksheet and make sure your children fill it out. I'm tell you my kids are filling it out. You know, when my older boy's gonna fill out, I've got a seven year old. He's gonna listen to every single one of these episodes and he's gonna fill out every one of these sheets. Right? And I implore you and encourage you to do the same with your children and your students. Important stuff, excellent stuff, right? We're putting it up there for free. Go on there, download it, make your kids listen to this, and help them grow, help them develop. So, let's let's go back to why this started. So, back in 2013, the AAMC, American Association of Medical Colleges, put out a report highlighting something that was very surprising. That's when they, they found this, that and at that time they'd done a preliminary study and they saw that in 2011, actually, the number of black men applying to medical school was less than it was in 1978. So that raised eyebrows. And they put out this small little prelim study and they came across us, came, a lot of people saw it, came across our desk. And when I saw it, I was just alarmed and said, wow, this is crazy. I went and got my brother. I said, man, have you seen this report? We got to do something about this, right? We got to do, I don't know what we can do. I have no idea what we can do, but we've got to do something about this. So what we did was we got out my cell phone. I got my brother, Dr. Daniel. I got my buddy, Simon, who was a medical student at the time. Now he's a physician as well. And we went to my brother's apartment complex. And this was a Duke. I was a internal medicine resident physician at Duke at the time. We went to my brother's apartment complex propped up my cell phone I think I think I, we propped it up on my wallet actually so we propped up on my cell phone and we just sat around the table and we recorded a video called the black men in white coats catchy title right people like catchy things called the black men in white coats and put it up online one of my buddies Dr. Adesina who's also going to be doing on the show with us he put up on his YouTube channel and you know boom in a matter of a couple of days he got about close to 30,000 views between some of our Media outlets. And back then, you know, things didn't just kind of take off that quick. Now you can put a video up and it can get up there pretty fast. But back then, that was really quick. And we remember thinking, wow, this is something that people are genuinely interested in. People care about this topic. People want to see things change. People want to see things get better. So ever since then, we've been on a roll. Ever since then, we've been going out and doing what we can to affect change in the situation. We put out a few more low budget Black Men and White Coats videos while I was still at Duke. I left there and I came to do my fellowship at UT Southwestern, partnered with. Various medical schools across the country, and just started putting out these videos. But then the videos got to be a lot more uh, professional. We had our uh, professional team do it. Mr. Carl Crumb goes around the country, films our black men and white coast videos for us, and these videos are phenomenal. But what we do is we share the story of black male physicians. Short videos, you know, three to five minute videos. Uh, we, you know, we partner with UCLA, we partner with Duke, of course, to film more. Partner with UNC, UT Southwestern, Colorado, and. You know, more and more schools reach out to us and we have to decide what we're going to do and what we can't do. But we do these videos to paint the story. So our youth, so society can see the perspective of a black male physician. That's why we do the videos. Okay. The other part is and this is this is critical. This is essential. I what I think is important is we don't let myths perpetuate through society we don't let people, and when I say people, I'm talking about white people, black people, everybody. For me, it's, it's, it's essential that my children don't believe some of the things that are being shared in society. I'm going to give you guys one big example that really bothers me. We always talk about, you hear, you hear this being thrown around all the time. There are more black males in prison than there are in post-secondary education. People say that all the time. To the best of my knowledge, that is not an accurate statement. And it originally came from a a report in the year 2000 by the Justice Policy Institute. And that report was called Cell Blocks or Classrooms, the Funding of Higher Education and Corrections and its Impact on African-American Men. And from that report, back then what you see is that in 2000, according to the data they had then, that was true. But according to the data, that's flipped since 2002. It's not good. Don't get me wrong. There's still way too many black men in prison. We're talking a million black men in prison, roughly still way too many black men in prison. So I'm not arguing that point at all. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. That's horrible. I hate to even think that there's that many black men in prison. That is horrible. But what I am arguing is that we shouldn't keep on saying this and painting this picture for people of society that just see black men, when they close their eyes, they see black men in prison. We don't, we don't want that. That's not good for anybody. Rather, what we should do is we should have them close their eyes and see professional, educated, successful black men. I would much rather my child Think about that when he closes his eyes and thinks about himself in the future, right? I've got black sons. I need them to, when they close their eyes, to see something positive. That's what I need my children to see. And that's the narrative that I need them to be told. That's the narrative I want your children to be told. Because that changes stereotypes. That changes so many things. So by us doing black men and white coats, the videos, we get out there, we speak at schools and we do all these things and, you know, and launching this podcast, by us doing this, what we're trying to do is help change this narrative. Help give hope to our children. Help give perspective to your children. White, black, whatever, no matter what race you are, know, Asian, Latino, whatever. I don't care. Give people perspective and say, it's not really like what you hear. It's not like what you see on TV all the time. We're not all just playing Paul. We're not, we're not all just rapping. We're not all just in prison. As a matter of fact, the vast majority of us greater than 95% plus are not doing those three things I just mentioned. Most of us are out and about like everybody else, being professionals, you know, taking care of our family. But these narratives, these myths that go on, they lead to an ugly thing of discrimination. And if we can help dispel that with black men in white coats by showing people, hey, this is what a professional black man looks like. And maybe there's not very many of us in medicine right now yet, but you better believe there's professional black men around. And quote unquote, whatever you call professional, you better believe there are successful black men around. So that's the narrative I like to see being painted. And that's why we're doing this, because I want my children to have that. I want your children to have that. And it affects everybody. Let me tell you. So um, as I mentioned, I'm I'm the author of this book, How to Raise a Doctor. And, you know, I had some radio shows and things that I did. I think this one was um, WGN in Chicago. I was on the radio um, a couple months ago. And the host, a white guy, asked me the question. He said, Dr. Dale, you know, let's talk a little bit about black men and white coats why should I care as a white man, me as a white man, why should I care if there are more black men in the field of medicine? He's like, why, why do I care? He asked me that question. I was like, Oh no, no, he didn't just go there. He's trying to put me on blast in front of everybody. And he's trying to, he's trying to bring that question out. Like, why does it affect you? So of course, you know, I hit him with the basics, the very simple things, you know, if you have different perspectives, so if you have black men they can bring the perspective to medicine of a black man. You know, me as a black man, sometimes my patients will clearly tell me that they feel more comfortable with me, depending on the race and or gender of my patient. They'll clearly directly tell me that there's no sugarcoating; they'll just tell me, and they'll tell me they feel as though they can they can do better as a patient with me. So that's one thing. Second thing is, you know, re- research perspectives. Sometimes coming from certain environments, people can bring a different perspective to the table. As talent mining is all it is. You know, you want to get your talent from the best of every area. So if we bring in black men into the fold also so they can sit at the table for research, we're gonna bring things to the research that hadn't been thought of necessarily. Third thing is administration purposes. When you're thinking about how do you build healthcare infrastructure, you want people from various backgrounds, various perspectives. Because I might not know what it's like in your community. I might not know the needs of your community, but if I can bring somebody from that community in, that perspective is helpful. And that's not just helping the black male population, when you have black people in these situations, it's up in every population because then you're making a healthier America. You're making a healthier world. So those are the obvious things, the obvious things. But, you know, here's something that people don't always think about. And that's the simple fact that a white man's child, and I'm just using a white man because this was a white man, but anybody's child, really, when they see a black male physician that leaves an impression on that child. So for this host, when his child sees me as a black male physician, now he has a different viewpoint of what a black man can be or of what a black man is. You know, maybe this is all he knows of black men. He might say, oh yeah, I knew a black guy. He was my doctor. He's a great guy. that might be his impression of black people. So from then on, when he interacts with black people, it's a different interaction than had he never met a black male physician. I'm using physicians example. Doesn't have to be a physician, just anybody who's you know, doing things to benefit society, but I'm using this position because obviously physicians do carry a certain stature in society. So when he sees that, this child, when he sees that, it positively influences his perspective on black males. And now when he interacts with other black males, he's not carrying these stereotypes that can harm those black males. He's not carrying these stereotypes that can harm him himself. So I, I explained that to the host and the host came back circling around on me and the host said, I forgot his exact words, but basically he was something like, you are so right. And, you know, it's what I believe he said, It was, it's George Bush quote. He said, and it's what George Bush called the bigotry of low expectations. If I can get my children to see you as a black male physician, we can help reduce this bigotry of low expectations. And then at that point in time, I thought to myself, wow, look at me here. I'm, I'm being hypocritical. I'm sitting here wondering about this guy here who's going to criticize my projects and my work, when in reality, he's trying to help. He's trying to help the cause. You know, he's, He's he asked me a a question that he already had an answer to that he was going to make sure his audience heard because he thought that what we were doing was an important cause too. I thought that was really cool on the on the behalf of that the host he did a great job, but I do think that's something that a lot of people often overlook is we need by people in these positions so when other people see them, their expectations, their stereotypes. Stereotypes are real. Sometimes there are stereotypes are protective mechanisms sometimes so I understand why they exist and sometimes they're just horrible things too. So I hate that part of it. But stereotypes are real. So if we can shift the stereotype from negative to positive, hey, I think that benefits everybody, okay? So that's why we do black men and white coats. That's that's why we do this. Right? We wanna influence our own children. We want to influence other people's children. And all for positive, right? We're trying to help move society forward in general by changing the narrative and it's not changing it's not making up a fairy tale narrative what we're doing is we're correcting a false narrative that's been told and we're telling people hey this is the truth most of us aren't in prison more of us are being educated than are going to prison right greater than 95 percent of us are doing other things in life just like you and your family right we're not just all ball players. we're not all just rappers we're not all just in prison so it's important this black male narrative be told now There are fewer black people in general, but also black male in the field of medicine. Roughly across the country right now, the latest data that I've seen, roughly, there are about 800, almost 880,000 physicians in the United States. 5.7% roughly are black individuals, not black males, but black individuals in general. The black population is the first where, now it's happening in more, but the first where the females flipped and surpassed the male population in the field of medicine, right? So... And that's a good thing. We want more females to go to the field of medicine, but it's not as if it flipped because females are just out here doing a great job. It flipped in part because less black men are pursuing careers in medicine. And that's something that we think is going to be hazardous and hinder progress in the field of medicine. So that's something we need to correct. So again, 5.7% of all physicians roughly are black. Compare that to roughly between 12 and 13% of the American population being black. That's an issue. 1978, more black men were applying and matriculating into medical school than there were in 2011. They redid the report again. You know, same thing in 2014. It's still held true. Right? And I like think hopefully with everything that's been done the past few years, a dent is being made and we're starting to make progress. Another question people ask me all the time is they say, hey, you know, Dr. Dale, but more black people, according to the data you just said about more blacks are going post-secondary education, you know, more of these black males are starting to go to college too. So why is it that they're not going into the field of medicine? Why is that a problem? You know, maybe they don't want to be doctors. Why is that a problem? Well, it's a problem for all the aforementioned reasons I've already stated. That's why it's a problem, first and foremost, okay? But why aren't they going into the field of medicine? I don't know. That's multifactorial. There are plenty of reasons. One simple reason is that they don't see enough of us in those positions to know that it's possible. And I mentor a lot of young individuals A lot of them will tell me things like, hey, Dr. Dale, I want to be a nurse. Hey, Dr. Dale, I want to be a physician assistant. Hey, Dr. Dale, when I grew up, you know, I want to be a physical therapist. And that's all great. But at the lower levels, like I'm talking like high school levels, not very many are actually saying, hey, Dr. Dale, I want to be a physician. I want to be a critical care doctor. I want to be a neurosurgeon. Not very many of them are saying that at that level. And I think that's in large part is because they don't have that exposure. And most of them definitely don't have that mentorship. But let alone, forget mentorship, just even that exposure. A lot of them don't even know it's possible. So, you know, I talk to these individuals and I I always ask, I say, well, why don't you want to be a a physician? I say, well, I don't know. It just seems like it's too hard. And that's all they know about medicine is that it's too hard. And that's the problem. We need to correct that. It is hard, but it's not too hard, right? If we can just get them to think, hey, remove that word too hard because all things are possible. Remove that word too hard and just know that it's hard. Yes, it's hard. I'm not going to lie going to be difficult as you will hear on this podcast when you're hearing these stories you're going to hear how difficult it can be i'm letting you guys know some real stuff is coming up in these podcasts people are putting it out there right i've talked to these individuals all right? people are putting it out there some real stuff in here and people need to hear this okay but let these individuals know it's not too hard they can do it so i think that's probably the biggest reason why people aren't pursuing careers in medicine they don't have that exposure and they don't know that it's possible So if this podcast can give you that exposure, even though you might not know these doctors, you can hear their stories now. So you're getting that exposure and you're going to know it's possible because they made it. With those two things, I think we can set more people on the right track. Okay. So I'm going to wrap it up there. These podcasts, for the most part, are going to be try to keep them short. I'm going to try to keep them between 15 and 20 minutes. Um, Some of them are going to be much longer. Some of them will be 45 minutes. But in the ballpark, I want to make sure that you guys can actually digest this. And more importantly for the youth. I want to make sure the youth can digest this. Again, my child is going to be listening to every single one of these episodes. And I hope your child will be too. My child is going to do every single worksheet we put out. And I hope your child does too. I think this is important. I think this is critical. I think it'd be wise of you to do that. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Please make sure you subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google, whatever podcast listener you use. Subscribe. I'll probably throw this up on a YouTube channel and we did not really do anything on our YouTube channel, but we'll get this up and get that going too. Try to give you guys as many ways to access this as possible. Check out the website, blackmenandwhitecoats.org. You can grab a copy of my books on Amazon, um, How to Raise a Doctor, and Pre-Med Mondays. Both of those books are on Amazon. All right, and we'll be back here next week. I'm going to release the first episode and my buddy, Dr. Michael Kelslow. Phenomenal story. You don't want to miss it. He's a great guy. I'll tell you more about him next week, and you'll get to hear his story, all right? So love you guys. Make sure you subscribe. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. If you're a student, pre-medical student, you can find me on premedstar.com. If you're not a student, just feel free to send me an email, dale at blackmenandwhitecoats.org. And if you are a black male physician, we would absolutely love to hear your story. Send us an email at podcast at Love you guys. See you next week.